What's happening, everybody? Welcome to the show. We are your hosts, Chase and Miles, and we are at the Lucky Duck. Welcome, everybody. Have such a great show for you. Miles, please let everybody know who do we have on today. Chase, I'll be totally honest with you. I know her name is Jess, but I don't know anything else. Perfect. So I'm going to pass it back to you. Awesome. Um, I'm not going to give uh, an intro because uh, I also want to learn more about Jess. Jess, welcome to our show. Thanks for having me. Yes. <clears throat> Let's give a good cheers to kind of kick off this episode. Um, episode number four. Whoa. Right? Whoa. Quattro. Of season what? Season two. Oh, I was going to say, I thought you were more oh, cool. established than uh, this. Established? Who told you that? <laughs> I don't know anything about yeah. that. We just started like two weeks ago. We are drinking what is called a gentleman's agreement. Um, Yeah. What is commonly known, I should say. I think we should call it something different. It seems this seems a little too one sided. Um, I agree. I mean, given our conversation before we started, I think that's pretty fitting. Okay, gentlemen's agreement. We'll just stick with that until we decide not to. Okay, so what are we agreeing on today? Mm, life. Life is <laughs> suffering, which is why we make good drinks. That's true, right? You know, it kind of looks like there was a duck in my drink, right? We should get little duck-shaped ice cubes for the show, don't you think? Uh, Yeah, I bet they make a silicone mold for that. Yeah, I bet they do. That's a good idea. We'll have to talk to finance. I had, um, I think it was uh, Janie got me a silicone mold of the Death Star. And when uh, every time I used it, it looked nothing like it. It was just a, like a mess of an ice cube ball. Like these? Yeah. The uh, The trick is like how much water you put in it before mm. it freezes. You right. like fill it to the line, it expands, and then it loses its shape. Yeah. Um, See, science. This is this. We need this out there. <laughs> this information. What are What are some other really good tips uh, that you have for us? Just general life tips. General life tips. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, we're just gonna jump into it. Yeah. General okay. life tips. Okay. Give, give me one, just right off the top. Yeah. General life tip. Hmm. Um, don't go on a podcast without a topic. Oh, oh. snap. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll yeah. take that. Um, so Jess, where, tell everybody where you're from. I am from Iowa. Oh, snap. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. I lived in Iowa. Did you really? What yeah. part? In Des Moines. For okay. For three months. That's like the best place to be if you're going to be there. Okay. That's what I heard. Yeah. Also, everyone kept mm-hmm. asking me why I was there. Yeah, I mean, like the cable guy came and he's cost like, of living is low. They've got good jobs. Mm, you can mm. live like a pretty good life in Des Moines. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty cheap. Pretty cheap. Hmm. And uh, did did you like it there? I hated it. Yeah, I hated it. This, which is why you're here. It's yeah, it's why I'm here. I um I grew up in a town of like five thousand people. Holy shit! Graduated with sixty six people. I wrote a graduation speech and I named and said something about every single person in my graduating class. Really? Um, Were you the valedictorian? No. Oh, okay. They just let you talk? The, yeah, there was like a writing. Oh, okay. It was part of a writing class. Oh, wow. nice. Yeah. That's crazy. So, yeah, it's like you see those Hallmark movies and it's like warm, fuzzy. Yeah. It's, mm. it's awful. 
it's so terrible. Everybody's in your business. Like even now when I go home for the holidays, I'll be like in the grocery store with my mom and some person I've never met before will come up to me and like quote the last five years of my life. And I'm like, who are you? Oh, wow. So that's small, yeah. huh? Yep. So did you rip into anybody during that speech where you're like, Casey, <laughs> you son of a bitch. I know you talking shit about behind my back. Fuck you. <laughs> I mean, I like to think I'm a pretty nice person. I said like a nice memory about each one of them. Okay. Wow. Yeah. All right. That's I fair. only talk shit behind people's backs. That's nice. Cool. Good to know. I got to imagine in a town that small, it's kind of hard to find a mate, right? Uh, yeah. I think that's a fair statement. Yeah. So what do people do? You know, I, a lot of people make it work. I have to say almost everybody that I went to high school with married somebody there and like moved back. After college, they've all got like five kids, wow. um, and that's what makes them feel joy inside. Just, mm. just not for me. Some people <laughs> love th- it. Do you think that town has grown in population since then? Uh, no, it's actually shrunk a really? little bit. We had this really. Have you, you? I'm sure you guys have heard of Tyson Foods. Foods. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, like Tyson Chicken. So we had a really big Tyson plant in our city, which employed. A lot of people um, and brought a lot of people from surrounding cities and they actually closed it. So took the jobs away. Yeah. That seems like a lot of like middle America, like tragedy. A lot of like kind of those blue collar jobs go away for one reason or another. And then it leaves the town that kind of was being supported by it. Like up, you know, and then nobody wants to move there. And then they just kind of like becomes a town of old people and people who never left after high school or like you said, moved back after college for one reason. Although maybe yeah. remote, do you think remote working is going to change that? Did, wait, question first. Did you have internet there? Um, we had, we, I, we had dial up like when I was in high school. Yeah. yeah. I think my mom has like broadband now, but yeah. it's still not super. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's probably better on the cell phone. You get like a, a better, <laughs> A connection from your phone there or no? Nah? Uh, truthfully, I haven't been back in a couple of years. So, mm. I mean, maybe that mm. could happen in a couple of years, but. Yeah. Yeah. So. It's about the same, I'd say. Then people can work remotely if they wanted to. Family, right? Yeah, You're I was going to say, family. if you got you think about like the rising costs of real estate in these big markets like Denver, San Francisco, New York, when remote working is like a uh, very more accepted very more more accepted like thing for society cheap real estate it's got to be like the go-to right uh and and i don't know if your town was like a really nice place to live in terms of like the scenery or anything i don't know much about iowa yeah um it was was pretty yeah okay well if you can get cheap piece of land um build a nice big house uh relatively cheap compared to like denver or whatever and then work remote why not yeah, I think it depends on the company. Um, I can say a lot of industries are not necessarily going that route or if they have current employee populations who are wanting to like move out and do the remote thing into a, to a more for- affordable geographic, right? They're evaluating their compensation and adjusting it um, to where they're living specifically. And I think we'll continue to see corporate headquarters um, and some of the big staples, right, like Denver and Seattle and um, Chicago, New York, right, uh, yeah. just because of the higher concentration of um, people, there's more diversity. 
um, in those locations. Um, and also that tends to be where um, a lot of the niche skill sets are gravitated towards. Mm, I see your point. Yeah, I, I got I got to assume that your that small town you're from has uh, not as much diversity as some of these bigger cities. Then, yeah, yeah it's like, it's no, like... it's definitely uh, I would say predominantly white. Right. Um, I think I even from like a Caucasian perspective, just like different religions backgrounds. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just not a lot of that. When I went to college, it was pretty eye-opening and i didn't realize how sheltered i was where did oh you, yeah where did you go to college or what <laughs> state at least funny story yeah. uh so i spent my first couple years in california um <clears throat> so the complete opposite of what you were used to yeah well i hated it there i yeah. just like didn't it wasn't my place um and i actually went to a community college in california um because i had this whole plan um where i was going to get in-state tuition uh, before I transferred to a four-year school uh, because I was paying my way through college. Uh, and California's in-state tuition program is like pretty solid with their financial aid options. Uh, but it was 2008, so <laughs> not to date myself, things were really bad then. Yeah. Uh, I remember my first day at this community college, uh, there were all these like signs taped to the door saying that, like, your class had just been canceled. Like, each professor was asked to eliminate 25% of their course offerings. And this just wasn't at my school. This was also at, like, the big four-year universities in California. Uh, And by the second semester, most of, like, my friends that I made there had actually dropped out of the four-year schools because they were paying full-time tuition and only taking one course. Um, So they're like, well, if I'm going to pay this, right, I might as well go to a a two-year school. So it was just weird – Weird times, for sure. Was it? Do you think that was like a ripple effect from how poor the economy was doing at the time, or why? What do you think that was? Yeah, it, so it was the two thousand eight financial crisis for mm. sure, and then um, on top of that, California in general mm. really mismanaged their finances, mm. um, and so Price, they definitely nice. like felt the pain That's quite a, a bit more. Been yeah. a problem for a while now. Yeah. Um, so I, by the time I went to transfer to a four year school. Is it echoing? No, 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 no. Don't worry. Perfect. I'm mm-hmm. um, sorry. So four year school. Yeah, when I went to transfer, they actually weren't accepting spring class because um, I got my associate's degree really fast. Mm. Um, and I was in this position where I took time off and waited for the fall semester, um, or I transferred to an in-state school in Iowa to continue my education. Um, I hated college. It's not for me. I'm not a mm-hmm. book learner. Um, if I took time off, I probably never would have graduated because uh, mm. I hated it that much. Really? So I Just transferred. more of a on the, on the job, not on the job, but like more of a hands-on learner. Though. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Uh, hands-on learner for sure. So transferred to University of Iowa um, for my last two years. And, um, was that a, did that end up being a good decision or do you kind of wish you had done the other route? Um, I wish I would have chosen a different school. I think, Mm. um, like a private school probably would have been a better fit for me. I was in classes of like 300 people. Our professor would post the 
the curriculum online immediately after class and they just read from the slides so I learned after like my first class I was like I don't have to go they're not gonna notice me gone yeah they post in the footnotes like the quiz questions oh my god (laughs) so yeah that was my college experience at University of Iowa I just kind of like creeped by and um don't really feel like I came away with like any yeah I I feel like that's a very common issue amongst like these large I feel like Florida State has a, a lot, a lot of that too. Yeah, definitely. And in yeah. our experience with, I was in art school at Florida State, so <laughs> our our classes were like fifteen people. Um, but the Gen Ed classes I, I was required to take was very much akin to the, what you were speaking to, like three hundred right. people. Um, you go online, you can buy, you can buy the nowadays. I think it's even easier. There's like subscription, like plans to like quiz answers <laughs> like literally i saw something on tiktok it was like oh i use this it gives me all the answers it shows me exactly how to do the math and i'm like wow so that's fucked <laughs> like how are we supposed to learn like how are, how are we supposed to understand advanced concepts when you're they're pretty much done for us i mean yeah. some of these things like do i need to learn calculus to do my job now and as a as a artist or whatever designer no so but I think there was a bit of discipline, like involved in like actually applying yourself and learning advanced concepts, whatever uh, discipline it was, whether it was math or English or um, science, you know. Um, and I guess the knowledge of it uh, kind of didn't outweigh the wisdom that you gained from actually doing it, right? Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. No, it it definitely makes sense. So. I don't, I don't regret my decision. I think, like I said, had I stayed in California and waited another semester, probably wouldn't have gone back to school. Yeah. Um, but, uh, that is the path that I took and, um, it's just kind of interesting how things turned out. Yeah. All for the, all for the best. Yeah. Um, what'd you do after that? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I got my degree in psychology. Nice. Which was another just giant disappointment. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> she's going to just shit on it. academia, now yeah. the whole psychology. No, 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 no. <laughs> So my like life goal, I wanted to be a therapist. I wanted to help people. Yeah. Um, I wanted to like change the world, right? And what people don't tell you when you're choosing your degree, so I think it's, it's like the statistic is like, 92% of universities, their psychology program is in research psychology, which mm-hmm. is like working in a lab, doing a lot of statistics and like hypothesis. And um, so that's not what I wanted to learn. And that's what I got my degree in. Um, so I found a school that offered an actual psychology program, um, Peace ID program actually here out at DU. Uh, where you graduate licensed to practice. And so that is how I ended up in Denver. I ended up not going. Uh, oh. I decided, gosh, like two weeks before I was supposed to move out here, I had this experience um, at work. I had this coworker and her son committed suicide while we were at work. Whoa. Which is just awful. I can't, like I can't even imagine. Um, but there's this weird thing. When you tell people you're going to school for psychology, they just like – tend to just share things with you. I think it's subconscious, but uh, for whatever reason, we had no relationship after it happened. She would just like come up and sit on my desk and like tell me all these things. Like she like brought his like suicide letter to work and was like, here, read it. And like, 
heavy. was just, yeah, it was really heavy. And it was even like, I was working. I was like on the call <laughs> with the client. She's sitting there telling me these things. And I, I don't want to be rude. I, like I said, I can't imagine what, what she's going through. But it really made me reflect and think like, is this what I want to do for the rest of my life? Yeah. Um, because most people who go to see a therapist and while you can, you can help them and you can change their life, they're not usually going there for warm, fuzzy things. Um, and can I handle hearing these sad, sad, sad stories every single day? Just like as a human being, can I handle that? Mm-hmm. Um, and when I really thought about it, the answer was no. So hmm. uh, everything was already in motion to move out here. So I did. Cool. Uh, and that's how I did you have a plan at that point you're just like I'm gonna go and see what happens kind of thing? yeah no I didn't um I didn't have a place to live I had a cousin out here I hadn't talked to in like eight years my mom called her like panicked she's like oh can Jess live in your basement um she said yes <laughs> wow. uh, so nice I moved out here you. no Shout job no place to live <laughs> yeah she's a wonderful human uh got a job at a contract agency uh just to have some money coming in while I figured out what I wanted to do and um, fell, literally fell into HR, which when you think about it, right, psychology, people kind of make sense. Yeah. Um, and I've been doing it ever since. So Yeah, they're very much related. I mean, yeah. I, I, I can say you still fulfill that need to help people, right? You're literally a human resource. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's weird to say it like that. Yeah. Do you... Uh, Comparing your experience with that woman um, at, at your previous job and what you've dealt with in the past years, do you think it's kind of similar or do you think it's it's really a different type of psychology or management of people? I mean, it's kind of both, right? Um, my role that I'm in is definitely more strategic. I'm, ex- I'm assigned an executive, right? Um, and I am that extension of them, right? I'm helping them um, think through organizational design and performance management and employee engagement, right? Um, large business initiatives, right? That's that's the meat of my job. Um, but it's human resources, right? And I think there is that mindset with people that we are there for kind of the feelings things. Um, and so you get put in these situations where that's not my job, right? But when someone's in your office crying because they want to commit suicide, right? Like you can't just be like, not my job. Yeah. <laughs> so I've, def- I've definitely had some pretty heavy experiences with that, right? And I mm. think um, having a background in how to handle that has, has definitely helped me. I think there are a lot of people who haven't um, experienced that. And it's, it's a hard position to be put in face-to-face with, with another person and just knowing, you know, what to do for them. I think it's hard for anybody. That example you brought up reminds me, have you, either of you seen the show Mythic Quest on Apple Plus? No. I have not. I know of it, though. It's, yeah. uh, it's basically a, a game studio and a bunch of creative people, and then there's some developers and stuff. But they have, I don't know, six main characters in the show, and they're constantly going to the, the woman who's in charge of HR, and they're always going there complaining about personal things at the workplace, and she's like, this is not my job. Yeah. <laughs> Stop coming to me without this stuff. I've seen so many memes of that like very issue with HR of like being like a therapist. Like mm-hmm. that's like the big joke running meme joke, right? Yeah. Is like, 
I'm a therapist, but this is not what I'm supposed to be doing. <laughs> is it is that accurate, right? You feel that sometimes? Uh, I mean, honestly, so my, so the current role that I'm in right now, I am remote for the most part. Um, mm. And so it definitely changes that dynamic, right? Versus if you're in an office, right, and you can just walk up to somebody or you see them in the hallway and you just want to vent, right? Mm-hmm. Um, now, if someone wants to do that... <laughs> They have to schedule a meeting on my calendar. <laughs> Much more by the book and official. <laughs> do you do you prefer working from home or in the office? Yeah, honestly, I I feel a little mixed. Um, so my my role is technically hybrid. We have an office here in Denver, um, but we are are still um, not requiring people to be on site because of COVID. Um, so I think. You know, I like being remote in the sense that I am super efficient. I get so much stuff done and I'm really productive mm-hmm. because I don't have that person that's constantly like popping their head in my doorway yeah. um, to ask a question that's not my job. That's exactly how I feel. <laughs> um, yeah. But I think from a strategic perspective, right, and being that extension of, you know, an executive team, um, those relationships, you don't get hired into a job and you're like, hey, I'm Jess, take advice from me, right? <laughs> it takes a long time to build that relationship and that trust and to earn that seat at the table. And that mm-hmm. is sometimes easier to do um, in person. I actually am pretty fortunate. My executive team threw out, flew out here about two weeks ago and we spent the week together. Um, and definitely at the end of the week, right, we were, this is the first time I was meeting them in person. Uh, we were bonded. Yeah. <laughs> There's We've like gone through some. Yeah. Yeah. So I see value in both. There's always that guy that like lingers too long in your doorway. Yeah. He starts like, hey, oh my God. how was the I game? On? Or, hey, how was your family when they visited? And then they get, they roll and they keep talking. talking. Meanwhile, you're here typing, looking at your computer. Yeah, I'm just like, over. oh, checking emails. <laughs> Craig. You would be <laughs> surprised at how many people lack self-awareness and social cues. I mean, yeah. it's kind of mind-blowing. Yeah. Some people are really good at it, um, and those people tend to rise up. In the, I feel like a, a lot of times you'll see a lot of upper management have really good people skills, right? And then there's always that guy where he's been with the company for so long, and he just doesn't move up any higher, and you're like, what's his deal? What's going on there? Mm-hmm. And then you meet him, and you talk to him, and you go, oh, yeah, that's why. <laughs> He doesn't know how to read the room. He doesn't know how to talk to people. <laughs> and you're like, there's a reason why. You've been here for 20 years and you still are where you are. Yeah, um, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, that's like, I think the biggest thing I, work, I like about working from home, which I've done for five years now, I think it's been. And there's a huge thing that I miss, which is uh, the, the pro that you brought up is being able to talk to my coworkers or leadership or whoever and have that personal connection. But my company's done a lot of that through having team meetings where they'll bring everyone together and then we'll have some, a week to bond, you know, do some meetings, different things. And that's really helped. Um, but I think there's, I mean, number one, that's really expensive to do. Um, yeah. and then the other thing is it's still, then you, you know, you still go three or four months and you don't see those people again and you may not talk to them all the time. Uh, but being able to not have to engage with someone is amazing. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I think I get so much more work done because I had those types of people when I worked in the office who 
would just come in and talk and talk. And it was like mm-hmm. managers where you can't just say, hey, fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you have to sit there and listen to them. And you're like, I, but, I, but I have other managers who I have to get work done for, you know? Yeah. So. It is kind of great, though, when you do have that coworker that you can just, like, be yourself with oh, and yeah. be like, fuck off. Totally. <laughs> so like, true. I have that relationship with my manager. Like, she'll say something really? and I'll be like, go fuck yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Not doing this. I saw a TikTok uh, while I was traveling today um, waiting to board my plane, and it was, like, some guy on a golf cart next to somebody. He's like, just work 60 hours a week, but it's fine when you're working with your best friend. And his best friend, I guess, was the guy next to him. And it's like so true, right? Like some of the unbearable, insufferable qualities or tendencies that we fall into with, with in our work life become more bearable when you're working with people that you actually enjoy working with or spending every day with. Yeah, and that's important. You know, if you hate your manager, like how yeah. how bad is your job suck? <laughs> Even if your job is like I don't know, pouring whiskey. You know, it's like easy, whatever. Um, if, if you're if you're having to work under an asshole or you know. Who, this, that, and the other, and could make pouring whiskey a terrible job. Yeah, like if he's always like, you pour slightly too much whiskey. <laughs> Micromanaging your whiskey pour? You're like, well, then get me a better <laughs> glass. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. That's a, that's true. That's true. I see you brought Fiji. Do so you just think, I you're, did. think you're better than us? I knew you wouldn't that... stock it for me, so I brought my own. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's cool. Like, did you like it's the cool. shrimp that we gave you? <laughs> yeah, in the green room? Um, Fiji. Water straight from the source, untouched by man. Yep. Where does um, it actually come from? Does it come from Fiji? What does it say on the? Does it say on the back where it comes from? That sounds sus. Fiji water comes from sustainable ancient aquifer deep within the earth on the islands of Fiji. Shit. Are they running out? I, I there's a lot of that that gets That's so consumed. What, what if day. there's a little disclaimer that says not always <laughs> from Fiji? Mm. There's a little asterisk and it says. Could be bottled in Atlanta. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, well, some waters say that, right? They're mm. like bottled at the source, and then you read it, and it's like Atlanta, yeah. Georgia. It's yeah. like, that's the that's source. That's not France. Yeah, yeah. So like, no, it Flint, does actually Michigan. say uh, oh, bottled in uh, Fiji. Do you drink yeah. that because you like the taste of it, or is it just the, the bottle that you had? <laughs> I was ripping into her before that we started I'm actually the podcast really, about I'm it. I'm really curious about it. Do, do people like certain brands of water? They yeah. do. Yeah. I mean, I'm. I go back and forth. I'm I'm really not a, a water snob, I swear. Like I'll drink tap water. I'll drink the water here in Colorado. Um, but I think I just like within the last few months have um gone through some different like health things and I've really learned that um I've been educating myself, I guess, on uh the food products in America, um, and the quality of those products and um there's a lot of uh, things that we put in our water, we put in our food um, that aren't on labels that have been making me sick. Um, mm-hmm. And so it's really just been a process of elimination and, um, again, just doing like deep research to learn more about how things are made and why they're affecting me the way that they are. Um, I got pretty sick and dehydrated about three months ago, and I tried like 10 brands of water. <laughs> And I was drinking like a gallon and a half of water a day. Um, and I just couldn't, um, I don't know, this made me feel better. So I kept drinking it. Wow. Nice. That's my I do, story. I do like the shape of the bottle. Yeah. It's a good bottle. I do right? I do recycle them. Yeah, it is. It's a good shape. It's like it's like a very different from every other bottle of water. 
Yeah. It makes it stand out for sure. Do you feel like you're at a beach resort every time you drink one? Because I would. I mean, it's pretty great. I ha- I like order two cases at a time. Um, I go through like three cases a week and um, yeah, it feels good. Hmm. Just like cracking it open. It tastes good. Yeah. You can drink it at room temperature. Yeah. Um, Did you try smart water? Go through that. I did. There's actually yeah. um, chemicals in smart water. Yeah, it's like yeah. they they call it pH Coke, balance, Coke, right? Which I'm like, so how are you balancing the pH <laughs> with what, chemicals? What are, we in, what are we putting in there, folks? Like, what's yeah. going on here? I tried that initially, actually. Like the ones that added electrolytes and mm-hmm. stuff. I was like, okay, I got to do something. What's that one? It's like uh, not Body Armor. Body Armor does water too, but there's one that's like uh, has like a big plus sign on it. Yep, yeah. I tried that one. It's yeah. called um, alkaline one. No. Electro or something. Something, yeah. Or no, essential. I think it's essential. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, um, yeah I know Smart Water, I found out, is owned by Coke, the Coca-Cola company. <laughs> it is. Yep. yep. Um, there's like a lot. Um, there's Life Water, which is a Pepsi product. Mm-hmm. It's like the the uh, counter act action uh, from Pepsi when uh, mm-hmm. Coke acquired Smart Water. Mm-hmm. Actually, I don't know. Maybe they just came up with it. I don't know. Um, anyway. Uh, the Coke also owns like Dasani, right? Vitamin water, um, right? vitamin water, which it has no vitamins in it. Apparently, that's a hmm. mislabel. So you know now because of your health issues, a lot of like um, tricks and very sneaky ways companies like try to like label their foods. Like you were telling me before the I'm podcast, not an expert like, by any means. Well, you're not an expert, learning. but you know more than I do, which is uh, you know. But uh, so organic, you found out like something about the way people can get away with labeling their foods organic is that yeah yeah so i've been tart kind of through this journey i've been targeting non-gmo and organic foods um because with our food process here right um it has to be certified in order to have that label and it doesn't have all of those like fillers um and what i learned was they can they can put an organic label on a product if there's one ingredient in it that is organic what uh, which doesn't solve my problem right yeah. uh, and i kind of learned it the hard way i had um ran out of my favorite oatmeal and so i went to the store and i was like oh i'm going to buy this target brand oatmeal right they're like on sale sounds good um and i got really sick after i ate it and i was like what the heck mm-hmm. <laughs> and so i started googling it right and it was just as simple as like why do some organics make me sick and not the others? Mm. <laughs> and it just went down a huge rabbit hole. So I'm learning a lot. I'm not an expert. Um, just yeah, figuring out what's what the to... best grocery store to shop healthier food. Yeah, um, probably Sprouts and Whole Foods. Mm. Um, for for whatever reason, there are a lot of like brands that are really good that I find are easier to get at Sprouts versus Whole Foods, Mm -hmm. which blows my mind. Um, But I would say Whole Foods for produce um, has a lot more variety for organic produce than Sprouts Mm -hmm. does. Um, So it just depends on the grocery item that I'm trying to get, honestly. But those are kind of my two go-tos. What about uh, TJ's? TJ's, um, I love I love Trader Joe's. Uh, don't get me wrong, but they actually their non organic foods are actually they have a lot of like additives and fillers, right? Um, and there's not one close to me, so I just don't go there as often just yeah. because of like process. They're kind of small and crowded, right? Totally. Yeah, but like Everyone's I love their there. stuff. I can't. Yeah, sure. I mean, I love TJ's. Yeah, yeah. What's your where Where do you like to shop the most? Um, I so if it's not produce stuff target because they have 
so many things there. Yeah. But otherwise, Sprouts, because they're both right next to us, mm-hmm. and that's where we go. Uh, you used to go to Whole Foods when we were in Boston, because there was one right down the street from us. But I don't know if it was just the one we went to. They were always out of things. Mm-hmm. Oh, like, really? That's It's like the thing I wanted to get. It was always out, they were always out of, and then their produce selection was always kind of hit or miss. It was like sometimes yeah. they had things, which I think every store runs into. I think that's probably just a common thing. But yeah, those, yeah, I don't know. I really like Sprouts now. It's yeah. it's pretty decent. Some of the stuff can be a little expensive. The produce seems fine. I don't know if it's that expensive. I don't really pay attention to the price of produce that much. But yeah. Sprouts' produce is definitely cheaper than Whole Foods. Yeah. Like you go to Whole Foods and you like get a bag of grapes and it's like $20. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Like, oh, grapes are expensive, it's right? It's very expensive. It's so weird. Yeah. You know what else can be expensive? Um, some squashes. I don't I, know if you guys get squash. If you get like the hard squash, yeah. like acorn squash or um, spaghetti squash, yeah, I think yeah. those, in, those are the more I've expensive I've gotten ones. a spaghetti squash once. It was like this big, and I think it was like 10 or $15. Mm-hmm. I'm like, jeez. This is like going to be like one meal, and it's that much just for the spaghetti. I'm going to get out of it, you know? I yeah. Don't know. It's a pretty good alternative when you want to make like spaghetti and meatballs or something like that. They yeah. do like spaghetti squash. Yeah, I'm a big fan of spaghetti squash. They yeah. actually sell like a dehydrated spaghetti squash now at Whole Foods. You just like, really? it's like in a box like pasta, mm-hmm. and you just add water, and it like. Yeah. Dang. Okay. Yeah. You know what I would buy? the um, I forget the brand of it, but it was always that chickpea pasta. And mm-hmm. then I learned that a lot of those have crap in them too. Yeah, if I've learned anything, it's like most things have crap in it. Oh. Just like so, you got to get unprocessed organic whole food produce and stuff yeah. to make meals. Yeah, I try. I would try to when I can. It's not always possible. But hmm. someone told me how to make oat milk, which is easy. I guess you just <laughs> you got to milk those <laughs> and you put oh, in yeah. water. Yeah. <laughs> And I was like, "Wow, I should do that." <laughs> Watered down. And crushed I don't up. know. I, I've been. I've gotten into oat milk, um, and not all oat milk is created equal. Totally yeah. agree. Yeah. yeah. Wait, mm-hmm. what brand are you going for? Yeah. So my favorite, and and I'm I'm extra like this because like I like what I like. I think I tried like six brands. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um, and I really like the Pacific brand. It's like the green circle label. Okay um and it's organic and it's just like the perfect amount of like creamy and thickness and there's like a little bit of sweetness um and i use it to make lattes and it's just really 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 lovely i bought one from a farmer's market um that's organic Hmm. that i really wanted to like and it just was not the there was like a weird chemical taste to it yeah i haven't tried that one so is that specific foods is that the kind that does it come cold in the cold section no it's the boxed yeah okay yeah it looks like a um like what what you buy broth and usually uh-huh. yeah yeah a lot of the cold ones they actually add um there's additives in most of those yeah what has been the like one thing that you've cut out from you know this whole ad- adventure you've been on of, <laughs> i'll i'll <laughs> i'll make it call, call it an adventure um yeah what's been the one thing that you've been like <sighs> wish you could eat you know more of but you just can't now or yeah, I think like the biggest one that jumps out at me um, has been sugar. Yeah. Like cane sugar. Um, I did an elimination diet and reintroduced foods just to try and help figure out and narrow down what was causing some of my problems. And 
I felt like I had been hit by a truck for like two days after I ate it. I was like, oh, my God. Wow. Um, And so just realizing how bad like it physically made me feel just like I like couldn't stand when I got out of bed, like my hips hurt. Right. I I literally felt like I'd aged 30 years and I was like, well, (laughs) I guess no sugar for me. So that's pretty much anything with added sugar would be that. Yeah, for the most part, um, I try to I try to avoid added sugar, especially if it's not something like um, sometimes breads, right? Like the yeast needs a little bit of sugar, but through the processing of it, right, it eats the sugar, if right. you will. Um, depends on the brand and how much sugar they put in, right? You've kind of got to know like the the ratio um, for if there's going to be like filler in it. Uh, but sounds like a whole job learning what <laughs> totally, is in right? your food. You know, like yeah, it's it's like time consuming enough to like go out and buy it and then cook it and prepare it, but then like doing all this investigation, I I, I can imagine takes a lot of your time. Yeah, no, honestly, a good starting point. Um, so I've I've been to Europe several times, um, and I notice anytime I go there, right, I eat whatever I want, as much of it as I want, and I never have any issues. And like, I can get potato chips in a gas station there, right? I can. You know, um, have pasta or or bread, right? Um, and it's not, it's never been an issue. So it's like, okay, why can I have it there and feel fine? And when I have it here, I get really, really sick. Um, and so if you just like go down that path, it gives you a lot of um, information, like starting with just like the foods that are banned there. Like soy, for example, um, is illegal in... Um, most of Europe, um, like if you go to a coffee shop, you can't get soy milk, like in a latte. Um, it's not allowed to be put in any of their foods. Um, why is it? Uh, gosh, I can't remember. I I think something about like carcinogens and, um, research that it causes cancer or something. I have heard that it's not great for you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they just like do better things for the environment. Like almond milk is fantastic, right? Um, but it's really, really bad for the environment. So like, that's not allowed there either. (laughs) Really? Um, just because it's not like ethically sourced. Like a lot of the foods that, that they have there are homegrown. Right. Is it because Um, it just take, it, it, it requires a lot of resources to farm? Is that one of the reasons or? Because I've, I've heard that about almonds. That yeah. That almonds are just not sustainable. I think it's like the amount of water mm-hmm. and like what you have to do to the environment to like get them to grow at a rate yeah. that you can process them. Um, so it's more mm-hmm. sustainable to make cow's milk, for instance, I guess? Yeah. Oat um, milk is really big in Europe. Yeah. Um, so it's actually, oh, because cause oats are easier to yeah. produce or something. Yeah. yeah. More sustainable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's weird. So, yeah, if anyone's interested in learning more, just, like, Google foods that are illegal in every country <laughs> but the U.S. It's really insightful. Like, food it's, coloring, yeah. Yeah. not legal everywhere else. Really? <laughs> and I've that's something I've learned. I'm allergic to yellow number five, which is in everything. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you can get some, like, sat- you could get, yellow? like, <laughs> no, like, white. Like, I was eating, um, this was probably, like, six months ago. I was eating, like, a sour cream dip. Like a chip dip, yeah. And I just like broke out in hives, and I was like, "I don't understand." <laughs> and I looked at the label, and it had yellow number five. What? In it. it was white. There's so many foods they just we just put up like fillers in food just to put fillers in food that sh- like because it's cheaper to produce. Uh, cheaper to p- 
produce mass produce that's yeah. so weird Maybe it's a huge conspiracy that the the yellow medical <laughs> the the medical people are paying these industries to put worse things into it so that we get sicker and it costs mm, more yeah i'm sure you paid a lot of money to try to figure out <laughs> going to the um, doctor i am really stuff. thankful i started a new job in june and my health benefits are just like crazy i had like a nice. twenty five thousand dollar surgery and i paid like 23 dollars out of pocket so i'm very fortunate like most people are not that lucky yeah um that i've been able to kind of like explore everything that needs to be explored and not have to worry that's good um a big bunch but for a lot of people like yeah at my old company i wouldn't have i just would have like been dealing with it because i wouldn't have been able to afford it jeez yeah. well good for you uh being able to <laughs> Well, for getting that job, obviously, and then being allotted that. Um, yeah. Damn. Do you think that it's actually more expensive to eat healthier or there's plenty of ways to spend the same amount of money and eat good quality food? Yeah, I think I think there are ways that you could do it, like, and I personally don't do this <laughs> i could be better but like i think if you like had a garden right you could get a mm. lot of like organic vegetables and produce and um if you did it right you could you know freeze the beans or green beans or whatever you're mm. growing um so that you would you would have it kind of like year-round i think that's a huge way because like buying seeds it's like a packet of seeds for i don't know zucchini squash mm-hmm. um i eat a lot of that it's like Two sixty nine, <laughs> and you could have zucchini squash for the whole year right yeah. so like there's definitely a way to do it um you have to put the work into it uh, i don't have a green thumb i kill everything i touch so hmm. i'm just not going to go through that path of frustration um i think too like if you really are passionate about it want to be savvy about it like eat season seasonally right um mm-hmm. when it oranges aren't in season they're more expensive yeah <laughs> right and for so grapes. just take well, grapes are just always expensive. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think it's just like looking at what's on sale because, like, most stores, even um, especially when for organic foods specifically, when they're getting like towards the end of their shelf life, they just like clearance it. Like, it was at Whole Foods the other day, and it was like three packs of strawberries for like two ninety nine because they were just like mm-hmm. you know at gotta the end. eat them within a couple days yeah and, or freeze them or something but you, yeah you could you can freeze them like I, I don't know if you've ever bought frozen fruit but it tastes the same just yeah. as fresh as when you froze it so Put i think there's like a way to do i do those things no but um <laughs> there's a way to do it yeah put in the effort yeah also sounds more sustainable if you're like growing your own stuff and that's what yeah, I want to do eventually. Like composting, mm-hmm. so like your leftovers, using it to like make mulch for the soil. Mm. Yeah. Do you drink coffee? I do. Yeah. Yeah. Do you? Because I, I found out the other day, and I feel like a total doofus for doing it, but putting coffee grounds grounds down your sink, your kitchen sink, is That's like bad. a bad. Yeah. Clogs it, right? Yeah. Does clogs Janie it. Know? <laughs> yeah. She does now. She was like, when when she found out, she was like, "I'm gonna still do it. I don't care." I'm like, "No, let's not do that." You guys really never knew that. No, that's interesting. No, wow. Like I said, I feel like a doofus, yeah, sure. uh, so I don't do that anymore. But I also feel like I should be. You know, like a lot of people use that for composting, right? Is that? Yeah, I yeah. think coffee grounds is a good um, a good compost, is what I hear. Mm-hmm. I I 
um, I'm not a good person and I use like the pods. Oh, um, yeah. I like You're not using. a good person, is that what you said? Oh, I mean, <laughs> we're talking about sustainability. Yeah. But yeah. in fairness, I'm kind of a coffee snob. I have an espresso machine. Mm. Um, and they actually have a really great recycling program. Mm-hmm. They will send you like a bag and a label for free and you just put your used pods in there. You don't have to like wash them or anything. And you just yeah. ship them to them and they like clean them and recycle them. Um, so yeah, it makes didn't, me feel like a little bit better of a person. Didn't the Keurig guy, the creative Keurig, like deeply regret coming up with it because yeah. of how much waste it produced like annually? Yeah, right? I remember he said that. It was, yeah, maybe like six years ago. Years ago, yeah. yeah. He was like, felt really terrible about it. So he wish he never invented it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. someone someone would have. I mean, there's been other. Yeah, calls. for sure. But you can use, you can do uh, reusable pods. So you can get, mm-hmm. uh, grind your own coffee, put them in. Same thing with an espresso, but I don't know if it's as good. They don't have the reusable pods, um, at least for the like Virtua machine. Well, the Virtua machine, which is their newer machine, um, there's a barcode on the bottom oh, of the right. pod and it scans it to know like the amount, the correct amount of like pressure and temperature. It should push that specific coffee through. Mm. To have like the most optimal coffee, which is why I love it so much. But they have a fantastic recycling program. I don't have to pay anything. They send me a bag. They pay for the shipping label. I just dump my used pods in there, and they they take care of it. So yeah, well that's good. That Do makes they recycle them though. Yeah, we'll I wondered that because they're I, like a I European brand. One. I think they care about that stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that Maybe. Really bad. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I found out after like four years of recycling at at my job that. They just threw everything in the same bin. <laughs> and I was like, oh, no, guys. That, that's what I'm, that, I mean, I'm not afraid of it, but I have that kind of thought in my head. I spent a lot of time recycling things, yeah. boxes, cans, whatever, and I feel like I'm going to find out that the place I live just throws it in the trash anyway, and I'm going to be so mm-hmm. angry. Yeah, you find out a lot of the times, even even like residential suburbs where they come with that recycle truck, like, a lot of that doesn't actually get recycled. Yeah, the other thing, if you put the wrong thing into it, it can uh, ruins make... the whole batch. Yeah, like a greasy pizza box. Yeah. So then I have to every time I'm I have a product in my hand, I'm like, okay, it says it can be recycled, but it's number three, and then I have to look at what my recycle provider actually recycles mm-hmm. to to actually recycle it. Or, it, but if I could, if I put it in the the bin, then I could potentially have wasted everything that i put in there before dang there's got to be an easier way to figure this problem out i guess it's just not sustainable Mm. yeah i don't know or it's not cheap enough i think i don't know i think there's just like a and i'm guilty of it too sometimes right like a laziness totally yeah laziness comes into fact for sure because they like there are other countries that do it right um like they're really diligent about like scrubbing out their bottles and like making sure they're clean before they recycle them because if mm-hmm. it's not clean can't be recycled yeah um but we there's just really no i mean gosh even when i was growing up um in my tiny little small town i was telling you guys about we didn't have recycling <laughs> it wasn't a thing yeah like there wasn't a recycling trash can that you put out that didn't start until i was in high school mm-hmm. which is just mind-blowing yeah i definitely live places like that even when i went to Germany for the first time I was kind of confused and then later amazed at how many glass bottles they use over plastic bottles yeah 
if you go to a convenience store or something in the train station or wherever, you might find plastic bottles nowadays because they're big corporations that just bring in a bunch of product. But if you're in a small town or wherever and you're going to a restaurant, you go to the local store, local grocery, pharmacy, you're, get, you're getting a glass bottle and you're bringing it home and then you bring the bottle back or to some place and they, you, mm. they steam it out and reuse it. And it made me realize how much, um, because I've always thought, oh, I recycle, I'm, I'm good at that. But then you think about, well, recycling is not 100%. You don't get 100% back of what you put in. But if you have a glass bottle, uh, first off, if you actually did break the bottle, then it turns back into sand, I guess. But mm-hmm. you could reuse the bottle, and it's the same thing. Like They don't break it down and turn it into something that's less than what was there before. Right. So it's, it's which is crazy. more sustainable, right? Because mm-hmm. it's like less, you know, production waste, less. Mm-hmm. Just... Which I thought uh, Snapple ended up going from their glass bottle to a plastic bottle. Yeah, did they really? They did, and I th- always thought that was weird because I was like, I had the same train of thought. Maybe it was like one of those, um, like Coca Cola is doing like the sugar cane bottles now, where all their well, a portion of their bottles are done with sugar cane. Hmm. Um, so they just melt away. I, I get, it's like a, <laughs> it's I weird. guess a more sustainable. I don't know. I don't really know. But or like the Starbucks cups instead of a straw, it's like a lid. Yeah. But it looks plastic. I don't know. Maybe it's less plastic than hmm. a straw. When space travel becomes more sustainable, meaning like we don't have to burn an insane amount of jet fuel to get us <laughs> into orbit, we should just bundle up all of our trash and send it right into the sun. Wow. Right? That's genius. But where where will we get the resources for more of that? Slash, what about, what about like the toxic fumes? Oh, like, come on. Don't know? worry about that. I'm just saying. Space is big enough. It'll it's just, big enough? It'll just, <laughs> solar winds will send it right back at us. Yeah. Damn it. Um, <laughs> Overheats the earth. <laughs> Global warming. <laughs> or we could just send it into the cosmos, just hoping that nobody else bounces off the next planet comes back at us <laughs> yeah. what if that what if that causes the apocalypse another galaxy's uh, planet just like us sends a bunch of space trash into space and then it just starts hitting pelting the earth one after another and that causes the demise of our civilization wow i think about things like this i'm sorry wow i mean it's a fair thought mm. it's a fair thought when we go to mars are you are you down to go how long does it take to go there? A lifetime. Six months. Not a lifetime. <laughs> Shut up. Those are pretty like. Well, they say that answers. if you go, when you go, that you won't make it. You won't be able to come back. It's like a one-way ticket situation. So but that's I think, not six months. Six no, months six back. months to get there. Yeah. yeah, but if it's like six months to get there and six months to come back, like how is that a one-way ticket? It will ticket? take seven months. Seven yeah, how months. is it a one-way ticket? I think, I think people like Elon back. Musk said that like it will likely not you'll not be able to get back oh maybe yeah. like fuel or whatever right like they'll, the, they'll the... expand expend all of their fuel getting there and they won't unless there's a fuel source they can harvest from mars and so is that like first flight have to have you know like seeds and soil and like capsules totally. to like you know mm-hmm. start life support yeah yeah. So it, okay, so yeah, I don't, want, I don't want to be on the first. No, you're not going to be on the first. You'll be <laughs> on like the 2000th flight. Say that they've got a nice colony going. 
like you know xenon in those movies oh yeah, from, yeah you know like they have like space like little uh i guess out outposts on mars and big city and stuff would you would you do it would you like abandon earth and go check out mars yeah i mean the way you're talking i don't think i'll be alive when it's ready for me you but... don't know that mm. yeah, they're working on some stuff for uh... aging yeah yeah Computers, computers advance mm. a lot. Technology advances a lot. What if, what if we used? Uh, oh, you, but we're saying I'm the two thousandth trip. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. quite a few people there now. Yeah, they do like uh, a thousand trips a day. Yeah, they have their own Facebook now. <laughs> they're on Facebook. Yeah, we, they have their own metaverse. Time <laughs> <laughs> they say that if you um, that getting to another galaxy or outside of our galaxy, the only way we would be able to do it is if we uploaded our consciousness into like a computer. Would you be down for something like that? No. Like the live forever. You ever watch like black mirror, that TV show? No. Yeah. I've seen some black mirror. Yeah. It's fucked up. I know. Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I have that. I don't have a fear of dying. I don't have no? a fear of like needing to live forever that just doesn't bother me mm. um so i don't know if i have like the urge i don't i don't know i think it just depends on like the circumstance and mm-hmm. the state of the earth at that point in time and my quality mm. of life i mm. think those would all be things that i would consider but like just generally speaking it's like i'm not worried about living forever and i'm not afraid to die like if i got hit by a car tomorrow like well <laughs> yeah life's <laughs> over well, it's a good way to live <laughs> Is, have you always had that mindset yeah, it's just never really bothered me. I don't. I don't know. I think. Mm. Um, I think it bothers a lot of people. Um, I think I'd be more bothered. Doesn't bother me. Uh, about the my loved ones. Mm. Like I feel the same way as you. I mean, I don't want to die tomorrow, but <laughs> if it happens, I'd be like, "Well, that that sucks." Uh, <laughs> but I would. I would. I feel like I would. Uh, feel bad for the people who would miss me mm. you know what i mean hopefully there's people such who a nice guy me. miles yeah i, I mean I, and maybe it's the stage of my life that i'm in right um mm. i'm single i don't have kids i'm not married okay. i like i have my family and i love them but like you know not sure. yeah you're doing um, you you're doing you i'm doing me and if i die tomorrow mm. leaving all my stuff to my brother yeah so maybe you'll feel different in the future and then you'll go to mars <laughs> yeah With all, i heard they have lots of fiji water yeah on Mars. and lobster if i have a lifetime supply of fiji water then <laughs> i'm sorry i'm going they'll pack it book with, my ticket with i heard them. that they yeah. don't have water there so i don't know where this fiji water goes. Uh, it's they in, don't have water it can't sustain life i thought like mars was like it had like the riverbeds and stuff. oh but yeah. they're frozen right yeah but we'll it's figure still it out water frozen water still yeah. water yeah 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 so they just have to find a way to melt it no, how hard is that, Miles? <laughs> it's actually surprisingly difficult to melt. Just yeah. put it up on your chest, rub it around, <laughs> and then let it drip into some you know how much well, Probably you know not, because we don't want to like cross-contaminate it. But... Yeah, yeah, we'll because, boil it afterwards. Because I with, think with it, would, what? <laughs> it would take more of your energy to melt the ice than the water that you require. So mm-hmm. your body would be able to produce enough energy to melt the ice for the amount of water that you would need to drink. Yeah, but if you had a if you had a like a outpost with a bunch of people in it, our natural body heat would create an ambient temperature that is conducive to melting water. No, 
Couldn't we just bring like a heater or something like planning yeah. for the fact that it's frozen in the ground? Like we'll put that on the first you ship. Have like, power this, the see, that's why we need Peter's, you on the first ship Peter's is spike. because we need people like yeah, you thinking like, about these it. things. You guys are seeing technology so great. It could be like some type of solar mm-hmm. base, you know, you know, space. Mm-hmm. People energy. are always saying that we can't Heater's have spike. alternative <laughs> uh, sources of power or energy. But what about nuclear energy, right? Mm. People are always saying, oh, it's dangerous and uh, it lasts forever. That's great. We need it in Mars, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Well, I think they're working on like nuclear spacecraft. That would be cool. Yeah. Imagine just... a nuke go- going off in the air. It'd be a, quite a fireworks show yeah. in space. It's like yeah. It's like those uh, science fiction movies back in the day when nuclear energy was an exciting thing. Right before they dropped the bomb mm-hmm. and killed everybody and made nuclear war just a total possibility and. Um, I, I know people who think that that is the most sustainable source of energy on earth mm-hmm. that, and they think that, that people are afraid of it. And so politicians don't want to lobby for it, um, nor anyone else. And so we don't use it, but that we would have so much power if we did. I feel like water or hydro mm-hmm. is underutilized for sure. Like if you think about like Iceland and kind of like their, yeah. They have geothermal, How they're set up. which is yeah. A lot of it's like the waterfalls, unique. though. They like capture they the. Yeah. I don't know if that does energy. that does that um does that produce enough power though to like power the United States? Maybe yeah. in Yellowstone, but I think people say they're they're afraid that they'll uh, mm. mess it up, and because I think there's been some regions in the world where they've used geothermal energy and the geothermal activity went away, and so people are afraid to use it. I don't know how Iceland's done it because Iceland power like the they're like the, a, the power is incredibly machine. yeah cheap and they have there. like a ton of like ex- yeah. excess right like yeah mm-hmm. I went to uh, a greenhouse farm it was like they produce forty percent of all of the tomatoes in Iceland and it's they're all in greenhouses and it's all powered by geothermal and it's super cheap for them to produce it it's crazy they can't grow tomatoes outside it's like 20 tomatoes it's not that yeah right. there's only like 10 people <laughs> no, but they can't grow them outside so they literally grow tomatoes inside in a greenhouse in yeah. greenhouses and they use the geothermal energy to do it that's why they're able to do it because mm-hmm. it's so cheap mm-hmm. so how yeah that's a good point how why are they doing it how are they've been doing it so, for so long but and yeah. why can't we do it people yeah it's definitely afraid. a good idea i just wonder about the scale of it um, being able to scale it to supply the energy needs. I feel like even just focusing on like a portion of the country though would be a yeah. good starting point, right? That's like true. learning from it and then yeah, building off of that. For hydro, I think we're running out of water. That's just what the there's media a, tells there's me. There's a drought. I heard yeah. there's a drought. But yeah. what if you produced hydro? But a lot of it's like carbon emissions and greenhouse gases yeah right mm. like what the is... water disappearing mm. really it makes it go away because it goes into there it's evaporating right like the 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 earth is getting hotter mm-hmm. yeah you oh know, yeah i see what you're saying rising. Wow. i see what you're saying okay so the, like but... even when you think about let's look at colorado right now right mm-hmm. it's almost december and it hasn't snowed <laughs> i know we hit the yeah. record two days ago yeah yeah, yeah. And, like, the temperature here, um, 
it just continues to change like it's interesting um and i don't know if you ran into this when you were house shopping but like a lot of the old original houses here in denver didn't don't have air conditioning like they didn't need it mm-hmm. back then because it was just yeah. so much cooler and now right it's like you don't want it was an option when we built our house it was like oh do you want they still offer that. AC. And I was like, what? Why would you... I not want that? Yeah, they're like, well, they're like, yeah, I know. It's kind of ridiculous. But she's like, I think she said out of the 40 houses in the neighborhood, two of them went without AC. And I was like, "Like we saved $20,000. <laughs> it was 4000 It was like four dollars oh, $4,500. Oh. I'm like. If that you're, sounds. If you're from Florida yeah. or pretty much anywhere, Iowa, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you're like, like I need AC. Yeah, it's was, a non-negotiable thing. It's the same in the Northeast. They uh, there's a lot of places like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought. In fact, you'll actually window shakers. Whoever produces window shakers, uh, you know those portable ACs, must have made so much money in the last like 15 years mm. because they're sure. on every building. Half of Seattle it doesn't have an AC unit in their in their household. And I read that statistic. Yeah, and there. they're getting hotter. Like they had some really. I have a friend that lives in Tacoma, mm-hmm. and they had a really brutally hot summer. Yeah, and nobody had AC, and everyone was dying. Yeah. I heard like the that the house was like ninety degrees. There's like, like a lot degrees. of things that in the house that were like melting that they didn't expel. <laughs> Candles were like wilting over. <laughs> And it's yeah. kind of crazy. A lot of people uh, f- fled to uh, the hotels. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the, all the hotels got booked up. That must have been cr- a crazy like tourist weekend to yeah. go visit. When I was weekends. in Florida one um, summer, the AC had broken and the blinds of the windows, they wilted. Really? Inside. Yeah, because of how hot it got. And that was like... It could be cooler outside of the house. Yeah, like it, it would it would drop to I don't know, eighty <laughs> degrees at night, and it would be cooler outside the house than inside, which I don't fully understand. But yeah, it we gets are, super hot. We often take it for granted that we've engineered ourselves to make it feel like springtime in our home twenty four seven. Like yeah. I, I, we often I often don't even think about it, but it's that's quite a, a feat of engineering. Yeah, all it takes is one fan. That's the beginning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same in your car, right? Yeah, that too. It's kind of crazy. Yeah, or you could just put the windows down. You ever see those redneck uh, uh, ACs where they take a cooler and a little portable fan yep. and they stick it on one end and then they have like a little PVC pipe that comes out the other? Yeah, <laughs> it actually works. It does work. Really? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty nifty, but yeah. you know. Not very sustainable. Got to keep feeding it ice. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we have plenty of ice. Oh wait. No, we don't. No. Part of the water shortage. Sorry, pulling yeah. this. <laughs> you know, my icebreaker uh, broke in my refrigerator, which has been such a annoying, annoying thing. Cause I like the, I like iced coffee in the morning. Yeah. I'm that guy. Even in like you know the winter time, I'm like gotta have my iced coffee. Oh yeah. Black, just bunch of ice. I love it. Um, so now I've been like going down and revisiting hot coffee, which I it's fine. Listen, this is not a big deal, um, but it's it's it makes the coffee taste different. I don't know if you guys have have that opinion, but like like cold and hot coffee just have a different taste to it. Yeah, or iced coffee and hot coffee because yeah, iced coffee 
hot coffee and cold coffee all three have a different taste i feel like they do cold brew specifically Mm. is brewed in a different way if it's done right the coffee is less acidic yeah but Mm. if you brew it hot and pour it over ice yeah right yeah it's got like like cold brew's got like a tea taste to it it's like more of a tea for me in, in my opinion what kind of cold brew have you had? Lots, lots of cold brew. <laughs> really you tried watered Stoke S T O K. Yeah. It's not taste like. Oh no, the prepackaged one. I always do. Yeah, I, I always good. do like the one that has already has like the sugar and a creamer in it. Oh, mm-hmm. I just yeah. do like the black. Yeah, I've never had that one. I'll have to try do the it. black. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Huh. Like the, um, in my opinion, uh, the Starbucks cold brew kind of tastes like tea, like tea. Yeah. It's like a coffee tea. I don't um, know. No. I'm not a Starbucks fan. Their coffee is really acidic. Yeah. That's what, true. So yeah. you, other than like Nespresso, like what, what is your, if you're like out and about, what is your go-to? I'm going to stop and get coffee. Yeah. I usually go for a latte. Um, Just. Yeah. What, 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 like what, what coffee shop? Oh, honestly, Starbucks is the most convenient. Right. And yeah. their espresso is different than their coffee. Mm. That's true. Um, yeah. Which is why That's I get a bad. latte. Do you get iced or hot? I'm, I'm a seasonal iced coffee uh, drinker. Uh, so if it's like yeah. warm outside, I want an iced coffee. If get I you. Okay. If it's mm. hot, I want It's really coffee. easy to make a bad latte as well, which is weird. Mm-hmm. If you go to, sometimes you'll go to a coffee shop and you're like, how is this place open? You don't understand. Yeah. Yeah. I, I went through this experience a couple weeks ago. My Nespresso machine broke. <laughs> oh, no. And I'm like a three cups of coffee, like, before my day gets started kind of person. Wow. Um, yeah, it was awful. And they, their customer service is wonderful. They're like, no problem. We're going to send you a new machine for free. But wow. it took a week to come. So I had, like, a week to figure out what I was going to do for coffee. So I ordered coffee delivery every morning. Oh, my God. Nice. And the first two days, Starbucks for whatever reason, was not, like, a delivery option. And so I tried a bunch of, like, local shops. And to your point, yeah, not all lattes are created <laughs> equally. I was like, what is yeah. this? Was there, was there a good one that you want to give a shout-out to? There's not. No, yeah. and I don't, I don't want to name. I don't want to name shame any local dead, dead name anybody? Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, that's fair. There's a good one here, not here, in Laundry called Monk and Mongoose. If so, if you're ever in that area, okay, check it out. It's pretty good coffee. She's a she's a coffee snob. She said so. Yeah, you got to be careful. Try it. I dare you. And if I'm wrong, you'll have to come back on the That's podcast. A- <laughs> Deal. <laughs> um. Yeah. Coffee. People are pretty particular about it. Do you? Um. No. Some. I used to work with a guy who would come in and he'd have his like ancient looking setup with uh, like a bag and it's kind of like a French press situation. And <laughs> he's like, oh, I get this, these beans from my, my buddy in California and they're sent, you know, express mail and I grind it. He like grinds them up right in front of me and there's this whole thing. It takes like five minutes to make a cup of coffee. Does he grind it manually too? He's like, yeah. Oh really? yeah, just press a button. There's a difference between the 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 speed of the the rotary tool that grinds the coffee up from the hand tool, man. It's all about the Sometimes release like of the coarseness the, too. I feel is different, yeah. like the hand mm-hmm. grinder versus the yeah electric. So you get it. You're are you into that type of thing? Uh, I'm I mean, <laughs> I buy the pods. So <laughs> well, okay, I don't that's have to fair. Do any of that, but it's a novelty. Yeah, like I go through phases where it's like, yeah. Oh. I could see if you're that if you're like a if you get into it like a hobby too of like trying different beans and the beans totally make a difference. 
Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. Like how the they're beans. roasted. Yeah, and also when you grind them versus just buying them ground already, yeah. mm-hmm. there's yeah. a much fresher, more f- flavorful taste to it. Mm. I like yeah. Pete's coffee. You ever had Pete's coffee? It's been a really long time. There's not a lot of Pete's coffee out here. There's one at the airport, but it's never like yeah. placed in a good spot. Yeah, I'm flying too. Yeah, I usually just buy the the bags and and. and Oh, you know what? You know who has something similar? Uh, if you like Pete's Coffee, is the Kirkland Colombian coffee brand from Costco. Is that their dark rose? I think so. Yeah, their dark. I, I like the Costco dark rose. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty good. It it tastes very similar to because I'm that's what we usually drink is the Pete's. And then when we found that, we're like, oh, it's like half the price and <laughs> tastes just the same. Um, yeah, it's pretty good. I, I, I was surprised cause it's like a generic Kirkland's their like generic brand of everything. Right. So it's like, probably comes from the same farm. Probably, <laughs> probably. Um, have you heard those Costco conspiracy theories? No. Like the, a lot of them are from like name brand, like, um, the Costco vodkas, like Grey Goose and, oh uh, yes, like that type of stuff. So I'm kind of curious. We should Google where their Colombian roast coffee. Yeah. yeah. Like what, you know? distributor huh you know it's nespresso it's the colombian one <laughs> yeah it's 100 percent colombian it probably comes not from colombia it's like yeah just saying it's right on the border <laughs> but we're gonna technically say if, if it if it does it have to be grown in colombia or can they import it to colombia first then package it and then sell I it think to it's us like if it's harvested it's like yeah. the region that it's like grown and harvested because like mm-hmm. each climate is different right like different humidity different elevation different mm-hmm. would you if you had a couple uh, different uh, types of coffee in front of you would you be able to tell me where the beans come from <laughs> absolutely not because <laughs> <laughs> my my the guy that I was referencing that i work with uh i feel like he would be able to do that Oh, maybe he thinks he could do that. There's always like those wine snobs where, like, they're like, no. "Yes, this has notes it's of." It's like a sommelier. Or yes, whatever the... mm, this is a very expensive <laughs> piece of wine. It's like, no, that's five dollar wine, bud. What'd you find out? Uh, so Starbucks and the San Francisco Bay Coffee produce the Kirkland brand of coffee. No shit. Ain't yeah. that something? San, so you think it's San Francisco Bay? It's, Ironic, because they sell the Starbucks coffee at Costco too. Do they? Yeah. Hmm. There must the be same thing. It's more expensive um, though. That's so crazy. Isn't it funny though? Like it, it just goes back to you know. What if they the roasted labeling. a little bit differently so that the Starbucks one's a little bit better? Yeah. No. It just says the beans are roasted in Lincoln, California. Hmm. Lincoln, California. They originate from Columbia, so there you go. Wow, I'd hope so. Mm-hmm. Do you do you go to Costco a lot? Absolutely. I yeah. Do. Yeah. What is there? Is there like um, what's what do you think is like the best thing that Costco has for the consumer, like the average consumer, or maybe maybe just you? Um. Okay, so for me, my two go-tos, and, and I'm giving you this, like, background. I'm a single human. I live alone, and I have roommates, so, like, why am I going to Costco? <laughs> but, like, they have some really good quality stuff for, like, great deals. So mm. we were talking a lot about organic earlier. Like, their organic fruit and, like, vegetables are so cheap. Like, you can mm. get, like, a 
like a giant tub of organic blueberries for like three ninety nine. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, so that's another way to get um, organic produce. Um, the Costco stuff is pretty legit. And then also, um, I'm a big ribeye fan. Like I just like love a good ribeye steak. Mm. And the Costco ribeyes are just like the the cut and quality of meat are just so far superior to like even something I would go to like Whole Foods and really? pay like way more for. Um, so what I do is I go and I buy, they usually come in like a three or four pack depending on the weight. Um, and then I have like a freezer, what are they, the air seal bags or yeah, whatever. Like, uh, yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like blown, drawn a blank. Do you have like the machine that does that yeah, for you? Yeah. Oh, I got, got cool. it at Costco. <laughs> oh, there you go. You can't, don't have to go anywhere else. It's a one-stop shop. Yeah. They're like, it's like a, a vacuum seal. Vacuum seal. Yes. Yeah, yep. And, it. It, and I, and I label them and I put them in my freezer and pull mm-hmm. them out and thaw them and like, you can't even tell the difference. Yeah. So good. Yeah. So their, their ribeyes are fantastic. And then their cheese is really good. They've just got mm-hmm. so many good like cheese selections they probably do have like a my massive favorite. cheese selection huh mm-hmm. the co- the kirkland brand brie wheel um is probably my favorite it's just like this giant brie wheel um and Dude, it's just the perfect you, you, amount of like cream that's a lot of brie that's <laughs> i don't know you can't freeze brie that's <laughs> a lot of brie <laughs> i think i found the source of your health problems just brie <laughs> that's all you eat. <laughs> yeah <laughs> That was her elimination diet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can't. Um, I actually, I, I Brie has grown on me. I actually, I didn't like it when I first tried it. Oh, really? Yeah, and, and it kind of grew on me. Some some things I'm like it's an acquired taste. Yeah, you know? I guess so. Yeah. I don't like cold brie, but if it's cooked with something, then I like it. Mm. Oh, okay. Spread it on a cracker, man. Mm. I um, have this. Uh, so if you guys haven't had this before, you'll have to try it. Um, so you take like a wheel of brie and you bake it in like a in like a bread loaf mm. um, inside of it, and then there's like fig jam on top. Oh yeah! And then you like dip crackers in it. It's really delicious. I'm making it for Whoa. Thanksgiving. Nice. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, Costco. Is it true that they sell? Because you brought up how their meat is cheap. Mm-hmm. Is it true that they sell it? Uh, either at no profit or a loss so that people will go into the store and buy other things? Um, yeah. So that's their chicken, chicken. specifically. So yeah. I would, I, honestly, I would say um, I don't always find the cheapest meat prices at Costco if you're just buying, like, in bulk. Hmm. Um, specifically, it's, like, the, the quality of it. Mm-hmm. Um, or, like, if you're going for organic, it's just far superior. Um, that's why I buy it specifically there. But, no, so they have these chickens, right, like the roasted chickens in the deli. That are like five, they're like five dollars, and it's just like a giant freaking chicken. Mm-hmm. And those are what they sell um, at a loss to get people to come into the store. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's true. It's like two dollars, two something pound, right? It's it's super cheap. Huh? Yeah. yeah. Hasn't got me in there. You know what kind of pisses me off about Costco is the inconsistency of product availability. Where like they'll oh, carry yeah, like a favorite thing, and then they'll they carry a brand it. for like a month or two, and then they won't carry it ever again. I wonder why Unless it's Kirkland, that. I mean, obviously it's like their brand, and they've committed to like producing it or packaging it rather, because obviously they don't produce their Colombian coffee. Um, <laughs> yeah, like I think what what was it? Uh, there was like a, a a cilantro, which I don't normally like cilantro, but in this it was like a cilantro chicken like crema burrito thing, frozen burrito, and and sometimes like frozen burritos are. 
they're hit and miss. Like sometimes they feel like it's just like a nasty, you know, you stick it in there. Yeah. Uh, but I used to stick it in the air fryer and it was a really good product. And all of a sudden now they don't carry it. And I don't think they plan on carrying it ever again. I'm like, what is going on here? And it was like a product that I'd never seen before in like other stores. Interesting. And most of my like fav- like products that I buy again and again. Yeah. That sometimes they're seasonal. Really? Like there's certain times of the year, but most of the ones that sell good they bring back. Oh, it must not have sold well. Maybe it was like one of those things where they try it out for like yeah. uh, Could be. test market. Maybe for like every department they have something like that where they bring in and it's something you've wanted to try or yeah. a brand that you've liked and then you're like, Oh, they sell this here, you get it, and then next time you go they don't. They started doing sampling again. Yeah. I have not. I should go oh, now. yeah. No, I take that back. I got some samples. I went there last Saturday. Yeah. I got some samples. Mm. Yeah. Do you feel dirty? A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I was like one of five people with my mask on in the yeah. store, and I was like trying to pop yeah. it back. <laughs> you know, it was like the Thanksgiving shopping. Lunch. Yeah. It's but like, the person that like gave it to me had gloves on and stuff. So. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. It's like being on a plane trying to eat. Like, yeah <laughs> that's the worst i, I wear so those weird. n95 masks when i travel and so Smart. it's very tight on my face like it should be right to do its job um but like you know when i'm snacking on those pretzels they give you mid-flight i i don't want to like it's hard to pull it down on my face because if i pull it down here it just like suffocates my chin you know because <laughs> it has the two straps that go around my neck and so I just kind of like pop the bottom open and then like kind of like baby feed myself <laughs> pretzels. But then when I when I'm chewing, it's like shifting the the mask up and down. It's like yeah. rubbing my face and creating like a it, pulling like, it down like rash or uh, rug burn or whatever. When I went on an international flight, there was like nobody else on the flight, so I just took my mask off and ate yeah food because it's like an actual meal instead of just snacks. But then when I was on, uh, I don't know, I think it was Southwest or something, they were like, make sure after every bite you put your mask on. Every bite. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, what? I guess that keep, but there's like so many people, and I don't want to get political, that just are like. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I'm eating. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. You're eating for three hours? <laughs> <laughs> I'm drinking Always have coffee. a drink in your hand. It's like they had a loophole at Disneyland for a while when masks were required there. I don't know if they are still in Florida, but anyway. Um, and the rule was if you if you had a drink in your hand, you didn't have to wear a mask. So you had like everybody in the park was like, I, I didn't go, but I, this is what I heard. They sold uh, a lot more drinks. Yeah, they were like, drinks are up fifty percent. It's crazy. Um, yeah, and uh, yeah, so I guess they stopped doing that after like a couple months because they recognized that it was being abused. Bad habit. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's always. I don't know. There's a way to abuse something. People will always abuse it. Totally. I, uh, my old company that I worked for made the decision to like return everybody back to work just like two months into COVID. Yeah, like June or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And um, the so we had that same thing, right? Like if you're at your desk and you're eating or drinking, right, it's fine, right? You have to take your mask off, but then like it's got to be back on. And, you know, there's there's always like those Karens that are like, get a complaint because it's been three hours that they're sitting at their desk without a mask. And it's like, Karen, you need to have your mask on at your desk. And she's like, still drinking my coffee. Can't you see that it's full? And it's like, that's not how this works, Karen. <laughs> Put your damn mask on. <laughs> Karen. It's always Karen. Yeah, Karen. Karen's a dead name now. Nobody's naming their kid Karen anymore. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, my wife knew someone named Karen who changed their name because her name was Karen at her work. Yeah. Legally, she changed her name? I don't know if it was oh, legally. Man. She like, stopped telling people her name was Karen. She probably went by her middle name oh, after okay. that. Honestly, I, I don't blame her. I mean, <laughs> it is such a... It's such a meme now. Yeah. That I would imagine when you tell someone my name's Karen, you probably get, <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah, totally, totally. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. That, that that name's done. It's like Adolf, you know? Yeah, true. After that whole thing. I feel like that name's like coming back trendy, which I don't, weird. I don't get. But. Yeah, yeah. That's, a, that's <laughs> a unknown. What about What about Thanksgiving? There's a lot of people that, don't want to th- don't want to celebrate Thanksgiving now. How do you mm. guys feel about that? I never really celebrated it that much to begin with. It, to me, it was more about just I went with my family and had food. And yeah, not, not really the meaning behind Thanksgiving, except in like elementary school. I can't. Yeah, I, I was gonna say the same thing. Like I remember in elementary school, like coloring like a turkey and <laughs> like a turkey, and, like a wearing a pilgrim hat. <laughs> But like ever since I got out of elementary school, Thanksgiving to me has always just been like getting family together and eating good food. Yeah. And I feel like even even now, I never really think about like the origin of Thanksgiving or anything yeah. of that. It's always just like, <clears throat> let's get people together, have good food, and then y'all can peace out, you know? And I go I go to bed, wake up and buy useless shit online <laughs> for Black Friday. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it's just the pre-Black Friday holiday. Yeah. That's what everyone knows, right? Yeah, I don't know. What do you think, Jess? Yeah, I think I'm indifferent. Yeah. yeah. Similar. It's just a day to eat food. And yeah. honestly, I haven't spent it with my family for a few years now. So, mm-hmm. so Yeah, it's about, true. More about friends then, I guess. Yeah, I guess. We're just it's the time to get people. together. Get together, yeah. yeah. I heard um, Target has no plans on opening up ever again on thanksgiving ever again huh. you know yeah. i think good for them truly yeah. i remember when there yeah. was like a shift in um because it used to when i was growing up it, it wasn't open on thanksgiving yeah right it was always like midnight on friday where you mm-hmm. like went and then it kind of just started creeping earlier and earlier it was like 10 o'clock on thanksgiving <laughs> and then 8 p.m yeah and it's like 5 p.m it's like we're open all day. Yeah. <laughs> so um, it's kind of funny having seen that evolved growing up. I think it's a little bit refreshing to kind of like scale it back and be like, oh. What's interesting is I don't, I mean, maybe there were, I'm sure there's some people, of course, there's some people who want anything, but did people actually want to have to go shopping on Thanksgiving? It was kind of like, damn it, they're opening at 10. Now I have to go at, on Thanksgiving to get the good deals, right? Instead of going mm-hmm. the next day or midnight or whatever. So it was kind of like, I don't know if people actually wanted it. They were just like, more time to sell things. Mm-hmm. And then people were like, stop doing this. <laughs> I feel like some families made a like a tradition or a ritual yeah. t- type of thing out of it where like the whole family went out and like went shopping and stuff. I, I could see that, but it just f- feels dirty that mm-hmm. like this is a tradition, which is going out to buy TVs and stuff on a, yeah. on a holiday where we're trying to spend being together and breaking bread with good family and friends you know it's like yeah. that all gets ruined but then like people it's just like the if you're like in a walmart or a target at the start of a sale for like a major electronic like a 60 inch tv and there's like <laughs> 10 of them 
people are it's just like the epitome of greed like people are mean and like ruthless yeah like, I will not stop until like, I get one of those TVs, okay? I don't uh, care what I have like, to do. It's yours. I, honestly, I walk in and I see the line, and I'm like, well, I tried. Yeah. <laughs> you go home. You're like, one, two, two. Okay, there's more than five people. I'm I feel out. like I'm the same way. I, just feel like, okay. well, I think next one year. time I stood in line outside of Target, it was like five or six years ago when I lived back over like closer to Denver, and... It was snowing out, and that was the worst. Like sitting at wait, I didn't wait too long. I think I waited like fifteen minutes, and then they opened the doors. But it was like there was a moment where I was sitting there, and I was getting pelted in the face by snow, and I was like, "What am I doing here?" <laughs> I guess like I need to rethink myself. That's like, so funny. Um, yeah, yeah, I don't know. The struggle is real. I don't know. Black Friday. Yeah, it's. I mean, to your point too about some people have made a tradition to go out and shop with their family and do whatever i think if maybe it wasn't for the the people being so greedy and and rude to other people we wouldn't have a negative um like feeling about the whole situation we just think yeah you go out with your family and have some fun shopping rather than you go out and wait in the line and then <laughs> claw your way to the TV or have something. Push like grandma. Rip yeah. the last TV out of your yeah. people like, have literally died i've like died. watched people do that i'm like yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> the videos that you've seen, you know, online of like grandma getting pushed to the floor. Um, yeah. yeah, no, it's it, it definitely gave Black Friday a whole like a dirty like reputation. Yeah, and then everybody in all the other countries are like American people are stupid, right? Because <laughs> yeah. they see a small population of people killing each other at Walmart. You know, they think we're, we're stupid for a lot of reasons. Oh, that's true. That's just one of them. I mean, we are stupid. Yeah. Everyone's stupid. Yeah, it's funny you bring up um, other countries' perceptions of of us. I have a friend who um, actually just got married yesterday um, to a guy from Ireland. Mm. And so they're talking about, right, like where they, they want to live, where they want to start their life. Do they do it there? Do they do it here? And like his <laughs> perception of Americans and like how safe it is to live here is not good like he's like (laughs) yeah like scared to be here (laughs) really yeah so um it's just interesting that perspective because like being here in denver right i feel really safe um yeah but shootings and things like that just are not a thing in ireland um Mm. are very 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 rare um and so like here it's like oh shooting every week do they have like right to bear arms there in Ireland, yeah. I don't know. Do they? Uh, they don't in the UK, right? Yeah, I think no. Because not even the police have right have firearms. Yeah, that would contribute to that statistic, I suppose. Yeah, it's just yeah. interesting how we've been perceived to him. In yeah. The news. He's like, oh, oh yeah, right. To raise kids there, it's like totally. <laughs> yeah, because like you know, how else besides I guess like popular pop culture, like movies, TV, film, right, or music. How else do you hear or understand or know or educate yourself about American life? Or you know, yeah. it's through well, the I think we've had right? like so many big events that have happened. Yeah, just in the last couple of years too, with like the Capitol getting stormed. And, yeah, Trump. You know all the yeah. um, things that are more and more. Not I think they've always been like this, but now are more and more in the in the media regarding like Black Lives Matter and. Mm-hmm police brutality and stuff like that so yeah 
Yeah, everybody's got a camera now. Yeah. yeah. No, 100%. It's, yeah. it's not like it just started happening. Do you feel, just... do you feel, um, I, I, I think I've asked this question to a couple other guests, but I'm interested to hear what you think. Like this, the whole availability to understand what's happening across the globe. Um, like back, back in, you know, back in my day, no, back in my parents' <laughs> day, even like before that too, their, their, their lives were so much more, I guess, narrow. Um, uh, what's the phrase I'm looking for? They, they didn't necessarily uh, know what was happening, uh, on the other side of the country or maybe the other side of the planet just because like things weren't so globalized um yeah they were just they were sheltered from it yeah yeah you you just weren't privy to like seeing what's happening uh and so quickly too right like you open up your phone and you instantly have the news like before you waited for the sunday paper and you find out what's happening right i feel like there's a bit of weight on our shoulders these days uh like our generation and the generation after us um of like bearing the not the responsibility, that's a lack of a better word, but bearing the uh, access to that information, like that, I, I can understand why a lot of people have like anxiety or are very anxious because it's a lot to process and it's a lot to take in. Like, um, I can't imagine uh, growing up uh, as a kid with a cell phone and, and having access to like all that information. I think I'd be such a restless kid, you know? I don't know. I don't know how you feel. Do you do you feel the same way or? Yeah, I mean, I think we're we're seeing a really big difference in like the new generation versus even our generation. It's not like we're that yeah that terribly old, but <laughs> um, that's that's it's almost to the extreme with them, right? It's like mm. that's all they know, and they almost don't even know how to function mm. without having that with them socially, right? Like I, um, my mom um, adopted a bunch of, of kids after my brother and I went to college um, and just, you know, going back there, right? They're, they're in middle school, they're in high school, right? And they have their friends over and it's like they'll have five friends over and they're all sitting in the living room not talking. They're just like sitting on their phone texting. Yeah. It's just like the weirdest thing. Yeah. It's like, oh, not having a good time like I don't yeah <laughs> this is having a good time they're all talking to each other no. yeah. they're yeah, living in a, a digital world yeah um and so those like coping skills i i can only assume right or maybe lacking right where it's like oh if i've had a bad day like i'm gonna go for a run or i'm gonna go for a walk or um i don't know when i was little right like i rode my bike a lot yeah. Like, I'm mad at you, Mom. I'm gonna run. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna my run away. My tiny little town. I'm gonna yeah. go to the park, <laughs> right? But like, that's not that's not what they do. That's not yeah. how they cope. That's not what they turn to, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah. Yeah, I was walking through the uh, Nashville airport the other day, uh, walking to my gate, and I was just kind of like being present you know kind of a in the moment and i kind of took a moment to look around and see what everybody was doing it's it's very crowded obviously like you know thanksgivings uh everybody you know when this episode drops it won't be around thanksgiving but uh this happened around thanksgiving and 
I just looked around and literally every single, there was a hundred people in the gatehold in that area. Every single person was doing this on their phone, which like you can't blame them, right? You're sitting in an airport, you have nothing better else to do. And yeah, you're going to look on, you know, social media or read the news or do this, that, and the other. Uh, but it just made me think about what we would be doing if we didn't have these things. What, what, like, what was air, what were airports like back in the day when you just had nothing better else to do, but just sit there and wait for your flight, you know? Um, and it's just so interesting that we have to be like stimulated constantly, like with, with this or, you know, uh, Facebook or Instagram or TikTok. Um, we were at a, we were at a wedding and there was this little kid and I think he was supposed to be like the pallbearer or something. The ring bearer. Yeah. Pallbearer is at a funeral. Oh, okay. All right. Well, uh, (laughs) (laughs) same thing. (laughs) Yeah. Well, well, you know, um, and he got shy. He didn't walk down. He kind of like, you know, his, I guess his mom like kind of took him off to the side and he like kind of sat off, you know, away from everybody. And he was kind of being like, I think he was probably, I don't know, six or seven. He was kind of like, you know, restless, you know, laying down, being very like rambunctious or, um, you know, you could just tell like he had restless leg syndrome or something, you know? And, uh, then his mom like whipped out the phone and put on a video or some kind of an interactive game. And immediately just like that, it, he like stood up, got very proper and just like kind of just zoned in. Like it was like the only thing that existed at that moment was that, was that video that was playing. And it was like, Whoa, I I was kind of taken back by it because if that's how, you know, I don't blame her for doing that. You know, it's like we're at a wedding. It was in a church. Everybody was very quiet and she just needed that like very like quick solution to, you know, make him stop being fussy or whatever. And, um, but if that's how this kid is just going to grow up is always having that, uh, to keep him occupied or, um, to solve any of the issues, like just being distracted constantly by it. I'm like, I can't imagine what that is going to mentally create going down the road. You know, what, what type of, um, person or how that affects our ability, like our, um, our upbringing, you know, essentially it's just super, it's, I don't know. It's just really fascinating to me. The mental health crisis that we could see. (laughs) I don't think we've like, we've gotten there. I mean, like we're starting to see it like, like I guess erupt, but I don't think we're there. I think we're just seeing the generation that, um, the kids who grew up coming out of with it. smartphones and yeah. tablets are probably what, like sixteen now? at this point. You think? I think so. Where yeah, it was like from? I think there's some like twenty year olds. Yeah, okay. yeah, but the the apps right. and the things available now, I don't think they're they're they were quite different. I don't think it was like in the same way. I know YouTube's been around for a while, but um, there was. Like weird, like there was not TikTok and stuff, but there was definitely Facebook and Instagram mm-hmm. and what were all those weird like Vine and yeah, Snapchat used to be bigger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but were people? I mean, kids like little children weren't using those apps. You know what uh, I mean? So the, I would say like fifth grade and higher were. Yeah, probably. 
Yeah. And if your parents like blocked it, I'm sure they figured out how to yeah. circumvent that. <laughs> Yeah, you just Google something. How to circumvent the parental Well, it's like, all it takes is one of your friends, like, yo, listen, I found out how to do it. Like, oh, teach yeah. me, bro. Teach me. Well, even when I was in high school, there was, like, a website you could go to that got around, like, the blocked website. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was just, like. I was just talking to somebody uh, the other day, and they were like, oh, yeah, my mom tried to do that. But then I, I didn't matter. I still got past it. And it's like, oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. But also the, I think, attention span of people is totally different now. Like yeah. you were saying, sit, if you had to sit at an airport, which before they had, I mean, before 2001, you didn't really get at, to the airport that early to where you had that much time, mm-hmm. I guess. But yeah, if, even so, you still get there a little early. So you make it on the plane. You just have to sit there for a bit. And you probably were okay with it. Like maybe you just read the newspaper or mm-hmm. sat there. Like and listen journal. to music, you know. Yeah, like music. the little like, the Walkman. Walkman. Yeah, yeah. yeah. everywhere with me. <laughs> I remember I used to used to bump it slightly and it would skip. Like, oh, that's my favorite part of the song. <laughs> God Do you damn remember it. they had like the anti-skip that came? Like, <laughs> yeah, it only it works like, a little bit better. <laughs> yeah, it's a little better. <laughs> Not by much. I remember those Now CDs. I got like a Now yeah. Two, and I was like, Yeah! I think it had like all the small things on it. <laughs> I was like so happy about it. Yeah. And your CD book. Yep. Oh yeah, yeah the little the little uh, binder that you flip through the pages. You're like, yeah. What am I gonna listen to today on the way to school? You can only listen to one CD at a time. Yeah, and it was like that's when records had yeah, a purpose. They don't make they don't make albums. Yeah. Like they used to. Like I like when I think about like even. I don't know if you guys ever were ever into brand new, right? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, deja vu and you know, like they just don't make it like that anymore. Where yeah. it's like comprehensive and like each song from start to finish, one, and like you listen to the whole thing and it ties together perfectly. Like they just don't. It's like a lot of one hit wonders. And, That's so true. Yeah, yeah. So. Just, there's still some band like the Killers just came out with an album and there it was it was a very like cohesive from start to finish like story about like uh Brandon Flowers the lead singer's like hometown and stuff um but yeah for the most part a lot of modern music is just kind of one offs now yeah. um and and some of it doesn't even make sense like even if they're still releasing them as singles like uh one of my favorite bands Angels and Airwaves I don't know if you know them but yeah. they um they they put out a new album, but before they did that, they literally released every single song on the album as a single. And so they're and then when they put the album out, they're like, "Here's the album," and I'm like, <laughs> "I've already heard all these songs. <laughs> like you literally released them like a month ago." Maybe it's that awkward uh, stage where they think people want the album for nostalgia. But, there is some of that, but right? they're like, "We have to get into this." mode that everyone else is getting so why write an entire album why produce an entire album if you could just release one song and people will listen to that one song and then you could release another song you know keep people engaged throughout the year instead of just dumping a bunch of songs and then then waiting a couple years till your next album drops yeah yeah but i think that speaks to how much technology has evolved right Mm -hmm. because like 15 years ago when i was sitting in the airport yeah i had my album and i was listening to it right and that's all i had to do yeah. It's just like to sit and listen to it. Uh, it's a cool feeling when you know, when you almost anticipate the next song. After that song comes on, you're like, okay, this song <laughs> should come on next. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now it's so different with like Spotify. Do you have a spot? Do you Spotify or any of that? Yeah. Spotify. Spotify. Yeah. 
that's what I've been using too. I remember when that first came out, I thought it was the coolest thing. I'm like, because before it was, they didn't do ads. They just had all the songs and it was still free. And then they came out with a uh, plan. There was like, oh, you pay this mm-hmm. much. And there's like, you know, now it's like the ads and the non-ads. Um, that's I right. pay to not have ads. Yeah. 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 I think before Spotify, they just had the radios, right? Like Pandora. You can yeah. listen to Pandora Radio, well, YouTube, that or like you know LimeWire, Frostwire. Oh yeah, sure. yeah, we all did that. <laughs> but you had Let's to do honest. you had to do work to do that. Well, yeah. Pandora and it was ruined like... your computer. <laughs> like, yes, it did. Oh, you want the whole album of the brand new? Also, you get a free virus. <laughs> <laughs> and kind of scared you, like you'd go to prison forever. Be <laughs> like, I'm gonna steal one more song. I remember my dad. I I pirated. Um, what was the movie uh scott pilgrim saves the world or yep. something like that and my dad got a letter in the mail from comcast and it was like we noticed that you downloaded this movie and if you do it again we're going to arrest you it's not not arrest you but fine you or something like that yeah and i got he got super mad at me for <laughs> doing such that a dumb movie to for them to no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> take that back sorry um no, yeah, it's that's a thing of the past, right? That just went right out the window. It's streaming. You think? For the most part, I have a friend who's like brother-in-law is an IT, and mm-hmm. he's got some like hack website where he can like stream like movies that are in theaters right for free. Like, yeah, it's still mm-hmm. out there. Yeah, I don't know. There's still something very. But now they're releasing movies on the streaming platforms, so they're yeah. even yeah. He's getting, just getting them for free, like the Dune. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. like he doesn't pay. He doesn't want to pay ten dollars a month for HBO. You rather <laughs> you rather serve a lifetime in prison, possibly, <laughs> but probably not. <laughs> well, now that he just announced it to the world, we're, he's definitely going down. Yeah, what's nah, his I'm name? Just kidding. <laughs> Where is it? Where's his social security number? Um. Yeah, that that kind of went to the wayside. I mean, the the whole industry is different now because of that, right? Instant access to music. I, I, and no, I think like Netflix kind of changed the game too, though, with like mm. how they do streaming and oh, yeah. like producing their own stuff and like giving it to you all at once. That's so and true. That kind of like set the pace, I think, with like Hulu and Apple and yeah, you know, creating their own content. Did you uh, end up watching Squid Games? That's the big. That's the big. Uh, currently, the big. <gasps> TV show I've watched that. the first episode. Uh-huh. Um, I I have every intention to finish it. I just like haven't been in the mindset to like. Oh yeah. Binge it. I don't know. Right. My recent watch has been. Um, I just binged Ted Lasso. Oh nice. And gosh, it just gave me all the warm fuzzies. Yeah, it's a good one. <laughs> That's what I've heard. I have a good friend. Uh, his fiance, uh, like is uh, I guess involved with that somehow. Ted Lasso. Hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I heard it's good. It's Recommend good. it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Really That's good. an Apple TV Plus, right? It's an Apple TV. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'll have to get that. Yeah. So if you get it, then you can watch Mythic Quest as well. That's true. Yeah. I'll have to watch that. That's another one. <laughs> yeah. There's um uh the morning show. I really like that one because we had Apple TV for like a year. Oh okay. I like that one. If you haven't seen that one, that's great. I just got it. Like, yeah. When I started binging. To you should watch that. Um, what's the other one on there that's pretty good? That if her they just released foundation is it foundation? It's based off of that book. That yeah, I want to see hmm. that looks really. I've heard of that. Really, really cool. Yeah, is it a movie or a TV show? It's a TV series. Okay. but it's based off of a book, mm-hmm. and it looks really sick. 
awesome. I'm I'm definitely going to dive into Apple TV Plus here soon because yeah. they're just when I when I first got it, it they had just launched and they, they had like the morning show I think the C with uh, Jason Momoa and then like another show and that was it so we ended up canceling after the morning show got and it. Uh, watched everything now there's I guess a lot more yeah they have on there. they pretty much looked at like a bunch of stars and said hey. <laughs> come make movies and shows with us because yeah almost every one of their sh- their the things they produced has some kind of star in it well that's the formula right didn't yeah. like netflix do that they like signed adam sandler for like six movie deal yeah they, they do did. it for like a chunk like a chunk like yeah five movies with mm-hmm. us yeah. right they did um did you ever see that movie um knives out yeah yeah, that was a good one, right? Yeah, did you like that? Yeah. It was so good. they, I think Netflix acquired the rights to do like two more sequels of that, and they paid like three hundred million or something, something ridiculous. Well, I didn't think it was that good. Did they get the rights to Daniel Craig as well? Yeah, his <laughs> in perpetuity. Yes. <laughs> um, that's crazy. That's the move, I think. Just kind of like sign like a exclusive deal with like either like a a franchise or an actor or actress um, and and do it that way. They have the Snoopy show. <gasps> Apple. Yeah. So Snoopy. you guys. Like a cartoon? Yeah, a cartoon. Like a live remake? It's a cartoon. So it's just the, the Peanuts? It's something <laughs> with Charlie Brown and Snoopy. Yeah. I can get down with that. I'm never a big Snoopy fan. No, no, no. Never did the the Great Pumpkin special. No, I or just any like that. never got what people loved about it. Like, yeah, everyone would be like, just try it again, and I just didn't. just try it again. <laughs> <laughs> just, just give it another <laughs> chance, bro. It's so good. Stop forcing your opinion. Yeah, you have to watch it. Like, you guys have to power through the second season. Um, that's what people say about The Office. Oh. Were you really? are you an Office fan? I am. I'm. I'm a little burnt out on it, but yeah. I started watching it like my freshman year of high school when it was like the first season was airing and like people didn't know what it was. Mm-hmm. I had like the DVDs yeah. on yeah. season, and I like introduced it to my friends. So I liked it from the beginning and introduced right. a lot of people to it. But I've probably seen, especially like the first five <clears throat> seasons, at least twenty times. So I'm just totally. like, but yeah, yeah, good, you're good, over good it. Show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, a lot of people had a hard time getting through the first season. Like, I love I adjusting love dry to that timer like humor. That, yeah. yeah, but once like if you're not into dry humor, I feel like you if you power through the first season, you start to really uh, associate with like the characters, you know, yeah. and start to like fall in love with them a little bit. So I feel like then you kind of adopt the like adjustment to dry humor a little bit better because yeah. it's not for everybody. Can you agree? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's not. Yeah. And well, and I think that was what was so special about it when it first aired because like there was nothing like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and and streaming wasn't a thing, right? So like, yeah, you didn't see it when it. You couldn't binge. Mm-mm. Yeah, unless Binging. you had the DVD. Yeah, that's true. I you a binger? The, I had the seasons. I'm a big binger. Yeah, yeah it's just kind of how I like. Like binge turn, drinking. Turn. As well, or... <laughs> I mean, sometimes. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's like a. I remember the first thing I binge. Well, I I actually I think it was Janie binged before I did. I think she binge Lost. And that's that a was like very binge. That was a show. that was a feat of a binge though because it's like twenty four episodes a season, forty five minutes an episode. You don't make seasons like that they anymore. Don't. Like back in the day, even like um, 
Yeah, they just the seasons used to be way longer. Yeah, true. yeah. Now it's only like six to ten episodes. Yeah, and that's all you get. It's disappointing. Yeah. So, do you wait for if you know like a, a new season now is out for, um, and they like release it every week? Do you wait till it's all done and then consume it like back to back, or are you okay doing like the weekly release thing? It depends on the time of year and how many like shows I have going. Right, okay. like if I'm like dry on shows. I'll watch it every week. Oh, so you got a strategy. I yeah, like I've it. got a strategy. Yeah. But if I've got like five shows or like five seasons that I'm looking to binge, um, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I focus on those first. Okay, yeah. that's yeah. fair. Yeah. I think in the same way. As if I, as sometimes I'll find myself watching it week to week. There's just uh, like dry times of the else. year where there's not as much yeah, totally. going on. Yeah. yeah. You're like, I finished the last good show ever. And then you find out that there's another one. You're like, whoa. Yeah. Oh, you know what just came back is Dexter. Did you ever watch Dexter? No, I thought it was. Oh, I thought the 22nd was the first. No. Did they air it? They're on. I've been waiting. I think they're on their third episode now. What? Okay. Yes. No, it's on my list. Which is why I asked you if, like, if you wait because that's what we're gonna do because they're doing it every, you know, every Sunday, per usual. Um. And yeah, I guess that one it's just gonna depend. Like we've got the Thanksgiving holiday coming up and yeah. I'm probably gonna have some free time in my hands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you might have to dive back in. That's such a good show, right? And the ending kinda was like eh. The the ending sucked. I mean yeah. everybody knows it sucked. That's what uh, I mean, this is why they're redoing it. I ca I kinda wanna rewatch though the last season. Uh have to relive the pain so over again. So that would, yeah. It's just been so long. Yeah, like, I, I, I feel like it's been because the last season did kind of bring in some things like eight from years. the show. Yeah. So it would kind of remind you if if you did watch it, it would kind of remind you of some of the other elements of the show. Yeah, they do any like callbacks to yep. like characters and things. You'd be because like, it's been so long. I it's maybe been ten at least, years. Yeah, it's been a really long time. Yeah. So I just feel like I need to. Re, re, I, I would. That would be a part of my binge. I think I might weekend. be down to just rewatch the entire series. Like okay, so I started seasons? that initially when I heard when I heard like a year ago they were bringing it back. I was like, I'm gonna rewatch the series. Yeah. And then I just there's just so many episodes. Yeah. <laughs> there's a lot. It, I think it is the 24, right? The 20, the mo- yeah, they model. were they yeah. were long. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that's rough to go through. So that's much like murder. That's yeah. like The Sopranos. If you like, we always attempt to restart The Sopranos because it's such a good show. And if you haven't watched it, I, I highly encourage you to. But it's it takes a minute to get through. <laughs> like, and um, yeah, they're all like an hour long because it's HBO. You know, and typically those are all like an hour long. Yeah. Um, Speaking of actually, so so Dexter was on Stars. Showtime. Showtime. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it was Showtime. Um, did you ever get into the show Homeland? Yes. Yes. I really enjoyed that show. Yeah. If they did like a comeback. And they ended it did they perfectly. End it? Oh, yeah. Because I, I think I stopped. Yeah. We stopped at like season four. I think it goes to season eight. Okay. And they end it. And they just perfect and it perfect okay good yeah well that's that's really nice to hear um but that that's when i could probably rewatch because yeah. there's just so many things that you miss yeah you know if i rewatch it that i'll probably catch that that, that show, show just like i feel like a, this may be like a showtime thing where they 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 just paint themselves into a corner and you're just like how are they gonna get out of this <laughs> like dexter does that all the time and they was so good at it and even like um weeds on showtime was yeah. kind of similar to that oh, yeah. in a more comical uh way 
And then more famously, I think, uh, was Breaking Bad. That's not a Showtime show, but they always love to paint themselves. Like every into episode. A yeah. Every episode there's Where he's like, there's no way he's not gonna get caught and then the show's over, right? <laughs> and then he's like, Oh nope, never mind. And even though you know the show's not gonna be over, you're like, Oh, he still might get caught, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what I appreciate about Homeland though, is like when she without giving it away, right? Yeah. Like when she painted herself in a corner, like she usually yeah. fucked herself over. Yes. And something bad happened and it like carried into the next season. Yeah. And it like impacted the storyline of the next season. I, you, yeah. Mostly after like season four. You have to you'll have to see like how okay. it transpires. But like there yeah. Yeah, I always I always I think what annoyed me about that her character I mean, it was the whole mental Ill- illness thing that uh I'm not saying mental illness is annoying, um, but I, I found her character to be very dislikable in that way. Oh, where, that's what I loved about her. Really? Yeah. Yeah. It was just, I don't know. It was always, I'll have to rewatch that one. Because she was so or continue to watch it. brilliant. What was the issue with her? So she worked for the CIA. Yeah. Um, And she was bipolar. Uh. And kind of in the first few seasons, she hides it. Yeah. Because if they find out that she has it, right, she could lose her. Whatever. And top she, security clearance. Top security yeah. clearance. Yeah. So she's got her doc, her sister is a doctor and she's mm. like writing her prescription for her bi- bipolar disorder under the table, right? Um, but that mental illness, right, isn't 100% managed by medication, right? And so she would have episodes and, yeah. you know, just. Especially in like a, a career like that where like high stress. Um, right. It would. You know, yeah. trigger her and I think I think like annoying was was the wrong way. I think it's more like um, you just want to be like, Stah! like like think about what you're doing right now. Like yeah, yeah but was... as a psychology, like it's that's so spot on for like yeah, typically what those things look like, right? Because right. you just get caught up in like the shoot shoot it because it would be irrational decisions um, that you wouldn't yeah take. she'd get mm-hmm. she'd become manic mm-hmm. and she'd be like my medicine's slowing me down. I should stop taking it. And if I stop taking it, I'm going to have this brilliant idea. And like, you know, yeah. it always ended up bad, but like, that's, that's how it happens in real life. Yeah. That's, and I think what I appreciated about it. That's the, yeah. And I, I think I can appreciate that too. Like the authenticity. Um, and also just like how brand new that was, uh, to write a, a lead female character Having with a, a vulnerability yeah. like that. Cause mental illness, I feel like, even even like my freshman year of college, right? Mm-hmm. Um, studying psychology, it was still very like faux pas, and yeah. and not even like a, a like depression, right? Like you don't tell people you're depressed, right? It's just like you don't admit to that because it's a weakness, and people will treat you differently, right? Totally. So yeah, it was definitely ahead of its time. Yeah, I think that's what also made The Sopranos so uh, oh. unique is because it was like, okay, we have a mafia guy, and what if a mafia guy had panic attacks all the time? <laughs> it was like, <laughs> what does that do? Like, what what kind of like environment does that set up? Um, yeah, because uh, I mean, that's not a spoiler either. That's like what right. you find on the first very episode, first episode. Right? Yeah, so it yeah, it's like. Uh, in, typically in a family like that, you think of that person as having to be strong. So if they're weak, it's like, why are we following this weak person? Yeah. Not, yeah. not actually a weak person, but they have a vulnerability. That's the way they, they, they would think. Yeah. There's a lot of like toxic masculinity in the oh, mafia yeah. world. It's so funny. Oh, and yeah. they, they definitely poke fun of it in that show. Like, I think there's a, uh, there's a point where, um, one of the older bosses, like, 
somebody finds out that he like enjoys going down on ladies and stuff and which is like in that world is a sign of weakness right huh. and so he like ends up killing the the gal that like talk had had like created all this like rumor not rumors but uh uh i guess tea um she spilled the tea she spilled the tea and she <laughs> got axed for it uh, because it's like i guess a sign of weakness this is so like so cue the eye rolling um Good show. You should watch it. Yeah, I actually haven't watched it, so yeah. I'll add it on my my list of winter binges. Yeah. There you go. It'll, It'll be, be a hard. Lot of them. It'll it's be a... hard to watch uh, the first season because it's it's not even HD, right? It's pretty old. Oh, at this point. I think it is because it's oh, HBO. Maybe, maybe it is, yeah. but it's an older. Probably yeah, it's a little older. Yeah. But so you're gonna at first probably be like, oh, and then they just came out with the a movie. Um, that, the Sopranos? Yeah, it's like a prequel to The Sopranos. Um, yeah. So maybe start with that first? No, I don't think so because it's done in a way where you'll appreciate it more if you understand the characters because they go into like some of the backstories of, or I guess the origin stories of some of the main characters in the uh, actual show and some of like the family members of, of those characters and, and things like that. And what's really cool is... Um, so the actor that plays Tony Soprano, the main character, um, he died, uh, years ago. Um, but his son, uh, plays his character and as a younger Tony Soprano. Uh, Isn't that cool? That is pretty cool. Yeah. I can appreciate that. That is, that's neat. Yeah. TV shows. Gotta live with them. So crazy. Can't live without them. Yeah. Well, I think we're hit. We've like hit two hours already, almost, pretty much. Is that the deal for this? Yeah, we tried to stick around two hours. Um, we found, you know, spoiler alert. We found that like a lot of great conversations happen like after the first hour, hour and a half. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Um. You know, I think I think a lot of people uh come on. They're a little like not intimidated, but they kind of like aren't open opened up yet so yeah, that you know after they start talking and become more familiar and like get into the groove of it yeah all of the, the equipment definitely like had me <laughs> in a head spin when we started i was like yeah all these things i don't like it no nah, you did great and um thanks for being on i really appreciate it and yeah, thanks uh, for having me yeah, we fun. got to learn a little bit more about you and we'll have you back on again soon maybe season three Ooh. yeah um you but, could tell us how you like The Sopranos. Yeah, there <laughs> yes. you go. Well, we'll check back a, in. A review. Yes. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, thanks for being on. And thanks for listening, everybody, and watching. Catch us on YouTube. Miles, where else can you catch us? Uh, OnlyFans for sure. You're going to see a lot of things that you shouldn't see on there. Mm-hmm. You're going to see us on Patreon. You'll see us on Spotify. <laughs> Stitcher. <laughs> Stitcher. All the podcast All the pod- outlets. Yeah. yeah. Are we, is this really on TikTok. Yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. OnlyFans is not only for the fans. She's totally going to look it up after. <laughs> no, it's it's not only for porn stars. There's other. It's like a su- subscription thing. It's like also paper. for <laughs> wannabe porn stars who are in podcasts. Yep. AKA Miles and Chase. Mm-hmm. There is a topless photo of us. We will show naked ducks. I've been taking a lot of pictures of Is that your profile picture? (laughs) (laughs) A couple naked ducks. Yeah. Maybe ducks in a bathtub. Ooh. We may do some uh, feet pics soon as well. Some duck feet pics. Yeah. Little cute little waddly feet. (laughs) 
would be really cute. Yeah. <laughs> I could I could be seeing, yeah. I could see it being taken. There you go. Not to the right. Yeah, we're doing clips on TikTok. Follow us on TikTok. Yeah, Instagram, the Snappy Chatty app. Yep. Do it. Do it now. Do it. Awesome. All right. Adios, folks. Till next time. See ya.